This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Tuesday morning, August the 23rd, 2022. Sun is shining this morning, nice and cool, lots of fog on the lower fields of the corn in the Midwest. Sure sign that fall is just around the corner. Sweet Corn Festival coming up here in uh, September. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can run over to AffirmAmericaPodcast.com and sign up. All right, today is our top five headlines for this Tuesday. Let's start off with headline number five. New York Times reporters claim Constitution is broken, not worthy of being reclaimed. We, the Ivy League people, despise America's founding documents. From the Red State, in a Friday Times essay, two Ivy League professors declared the broken and famously undemocratic U.S. Constitution stands in the way of real freedom and democracy, while issuing a call to radically alter the basic rules of the game by no longer requiring us to justify our politics by the Constitution. Fox News, according to Dr. Ryan D. Dorfler and Dr. Samuel Moyne, the solution is not to reclaim the Constitution from Republicans, but rather reclaim America from constitutionalism. Rasmussen, despite their generally favorable opinion of the Constitution, however, 50% of Democratic voters agree it is a document rooted in racism and 64% think the Constitution is a sexist document that gives men advantages over women. Nearly half, 49% of Democrats, believe the Constitution should be mostly or completely rewritten. The rest of the electorate overwhelmingly rejects all of these statements. Okay, so this is why the Democratic Party has to be completely destroyed and rebuilt uh, they have been completely radicalized. They have been completely taken over by the far leftists. And if we continue down this path, folks, we're not going to have a country anymore. So this is very serious. You can see the percentages. This has been a long march that's been going on through the colleges and institutions. We're seeing it now coming into full bloom. We're seeing it in the corporations, in the universities, in the government, in the schools, public schools, starting in K through 12. And you can see the percentages. I mean, it's, uh, it's more than a majority here. 57% of Democrat voters agree it is a document rooted in racism, which is baloney. And 64% think the Constitution is a sexist document that gives men advantages over women. It's just propaganda. If you believe it, you're propagandized yourself. So this is why the midterms are so very, very important that we take back Congress, we take back the Senate, and we send these guys to the dustbin of history. They need to be rebuilt from the ground up because their views will destroy the greatest nation on God's green earth. All right, headline number four. 
President of American Federation of Teachers retweets fake list of banned books. From the Daily Caller, Weingarten tweeted out a fake list of Florida's anti-woke banned book list on Sunday with the caption, Books We Have Taught for Generations, with four exclamation marks, according to a screenshot of the now-deleted tweet. Weingarten tweeted out an apology after realizing the list is made up, saying she should have double-checked before I retweeted this list. My bad. Frank Luntz, that list is fake, Randy. Notice that there's no link to a source for it. Fox News, Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican Florida, Press Secretary Brian Griffin responded to a different tweet posted by a worried citizen which said, Florida bans the Pulitzer Prize-winning novel To Kill a Mockingbird. Griffin said the claim was completely false. Okay, so these ideologues, this uh, Weingarten, who's head of the teachers' unions, has completely failed our system. I mean, the public school system, 3 million students now have left the public school system because of what, how radically their ideology is, how they've changed, teaching uh, critical race theory, transgenderism, LGBTQ ideas, starting in kindergarten, drag queen library readings. This is your uh, radical leftist teachers union, and you can see exactly how absurd it is. She sends out a fake list thinking that she can get away with it, doesn't, doesn't recheck it, and creates a big firestorm. So this lady, first of all, needs to be replaced, and you need to get your kids out of public schools. You need to start a homeschooling tribe, a community homeschooling system. There's micro schools. There's charter schools. We need to take back our school system, Moms for America, Moms for Liberty. You have to vote out the school board that is pushing these radical ideas if we want to take back our public schools. And that's what needs to be done. And you can see exactly the reason why, based on how these leaders act in their, in their indoctrinating information. All right, headline number three. Trump files lawsuit seeking special master to examine evidence taken during FBI raid. From the Washington Examiner, former President Donald Trump has filed a lawsuit demanding the appointment of a special master to independently review any evidence the FBI sees from him as he pushes back against the unprecedented raid of Mar-a-Lago. Trump filed the motion on Monday seeking an order from a judge which would appoint a special master and which would stop the Justice Department from further review of the information they had seized from his Florida resort home until the special master is appointed. Trump also asked the judge to require the DOJ to provide a more detailed receipt of the property it had seized from him and to order federal investigators to return all items to him which had been taken but were outside the search warrant's scope. Politico. Trump's attorneys said they were informed by a prosecutor that a Justice Department filter team is reviewing the seized records to call out any privileged materials, but the Trump lawyers contend that safeguard isn't sufficient. Well, this uh, DOJ raid on a former president's home in Mar-a-Lago is really backfiring on them big time. They're running for the hills, and we're going to see... a real pushback here with this situation. This was uh, never meant to happen. This is outside the scope of the FBI. This could have been done much more 
professionally, they could have uh, simply asked him, and he was completely willing to share any information with them. They didn't have to come in there with their guns waving. They just overplayed their hand. It's going to backfire. Already Trump's ratings have gone up considerably. He's now the front runner for 2024 as a result of the FBI's overreaction. This is the weaponization and the politicization of the DOJ and the FBI. This is why we need to clean house in the midterms. Get ready because that's what's going to happen once we take back the House and the Senate. Everybody needs to get out and vote. Everybody needs to talk to their neighbors. Those that feel this is a very serious time, we need to take action. We can't sit at home and bellyache on our couches. We need to get out and be active. All right, headline number two. Judge who authorized warrant for Trump, Ray, declines DOJ's request to keep affidavit sealed. From Town Hall, a federal judge formally rejected the Department of Justice's request to keep the affidavit that led to the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago sealed due to the intense public and historical interest in an unprecedented search of a former president's residence. The Biden administration argued the present record justifies keeping the entire affidavit under seal, but Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who cleared the initial search warrant, said in a 13-page ruling issued Monday that the government had not given a strong enough argument for that request. Kyle Cheney, Magistrate Judge Reinhardt, has filed a written order memorializing his decision to consider unsealing portions of the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. Politico. The Justice Department is due to propose potential redactions by Thursday, pretending a potentially lengthy process of negotiation with Reinhardt and possible appeals. Reinhardt also rejected the contention that unsealing aspects of the affidavit would set a dangerous precedent, given the singular historic significance of this case. Okay, so the question is real simple, is what are you guys trying to hide? What is it about your affidavit that you're not willing to release, and why do you have to redact so much of the information? This is what they've been doing for the last seven years with the Russian hoax and all the things that they've been pushing on the Trump administration, using these classified hidden methods to oppose their political opponents and to attack them. And this is exactly what's going on here down in Mar-a-Lago with the FBI raids. So good for this uh, Reinhardt guy. This guy was already, this guy should have stepped away from the case because of his bias. He was very biased towards Trump in another civil case. So the fact that he is willing to reveal the affidavit is a good thing. And I think it should be revealed. If they have nothing to hide, they should be completely transparent. But obviously they're pushing back because they know that they're doing dirty tricks and it's time that the FBI and the DOJ get completely rebuilt from the ground up. All right, headline number one. Dr. Fauci announces he will leave public service in December. From the New York Times, Dr. Anthony S. Fauci said on Monday that he intended to leave government service in December to pursue the next chapter of his career and that he would step down as President Biden's top medical advisor and the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which he has led for 38 years. The announcement by Dr. Fauci, 81, was not entirely unexpected. 
He has hinted for some time that he was thinking of retiring. In an interview Sunday evening, he said he was not retiring in the classic sense, but would devote himself to traveling, writing, and encouraging young people to enter government service. Rand Paul, Fauci's resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigation into the origins of the pandemic. He will be asked to testify under oath regarding any discussions he participated in concerning the lab leak. Well, Dr. Fauci knows that the writing is on the wall because once Congress takes back the House and the Senate is taken back, then there's going to be investigations and Dr. Fauci is going to be sitting right in the hot seat and there's got, he's got a lot of splaining to do, as they say. There's a lot of uh, nefarious things going on with Dr. Fauci in Wuhan and the lab and how he was working together closely with the Chinese researchers and scientists on gain of function and lots of money pouring in from the U.S. Used for weaponization, too, by the way. This is breaking news yesterday on Steve Bannon's War Room. So let's get to the bottom of it. Let's find out who started this thing and why Fauci was so connected to it. Uh, he's got some problems in the horizon, and resignation is just one thing, but he's going to be called in on the carpet after the midterms. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Tuesday, August the 23rd. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. We'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.